you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Glad he did. Job chapter 14, if you have your Bibles and would like to turn with me on this first Sunday, I want to preach to you what I feel the Lord has impressed upon me and been speaking to me over the last several days, and I feel that it is for this church at this season and this hour, and I feel specifically, and in this message, there will be three things that I'm going to say in this message that I do feel that are for specific individuals, and when those things are spoken today, it's up to you. You just reach out and grab it and claim it for you. The Lord knows that I'm going to allow him to impress it upon those to receive the word of the Lord today. What a year that we have been through, but I feel definitely that the Lord has given me hope for 2021. And I want to speak that hope into this congregation today. Our best days are not behind us. But the best days are still ahead of us. Amen. Job chapter 14, verse number 7. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet the hope, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. Through the scent of water. By the help of the Lord today, I want to preach to you the scent of water. The scent of water. Father, I need you to impress upon this congregation in the way that you have impressed upon me. Let your word speak to hearts today the way you've spoken to me. Let our lives and minds and hearts and spirits be open to what you are wanting to do in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. In 2 Kings chapter 3, there is a story about three kings, their families, their soldiers, and their livestock. 
that found themselves in a very desperate situation. They had journeyed seven days into the wilderness and they had no water. They were in a dilemma because water is a necessity of life. It's not an extra, it's not a luxury. Water is an absolute. It is a necessity for life. Without water, you will die. The king of Israel started blaming God for their dilemma. In truth, it was his own fault, not God's fault at all, that they were in the present situation. The king of Israel was a bad influence and had brought the judgment of God upon the land. Can I pause for a moment to say sometimes the biggest problems that we have in life are caused by the people that we befriend? Oftentimes we are misguided, misled, or misinformed by our friendship circles. That's why it is so very important that we choose our friends wisely. Bad influences, bad relationships, and bad associations cause a lot of trouble for many people. Many of our problems can be traced back to poor decisions in relationships. That's why the Apostle Paul instructed us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33, Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. That's why we need to refine our friendship circles and eliminate those who have been pulling us down. Sometimes we need to pause here at the beginning of the year. It may be a good time for us to do inventory and disregard the whiners and the complainers and the accusers. We need to sift out the doubters and the powders and we need to schedule and have a deliverance service so that we can get beyond those who have no vision and no passion and no purpose, who spend all of their time wallowing in self-pity or striving for control. We need to get them out of our lives and declare that God is in charge of my life. Wrong associations will destroy you. They will kill your joy. They will sap your passion. They will destroy your faith. And they will cause us to lose vision. If it had not been for King Jehoshaphat who knew the power of a word from God, they, that those people would have died in that wilderness. But the king asked a question and he said, Is there not a prophet here to inquire from the Lord? Jehoshaphat knew that just one word from God would turn this whole situation around, that just one word from God would change their entire dilemma. Let me tell you today that we need to surround ourselves with people who understand the importance of getting a word from the Lord. We need to find somebody that will walk 10 miles in the snow and ice uphill both ways in the heat of summer if it's required so that they can get to a point where they can hear a word from God because they know that one word from the Lord would absolutely change their world. 
I want to speak to somebody today that may be battling with sickness. Thank you for showing up today. It may be that the word that you've been looking for is dropped on you in this house today that may be the key to your deliverance. I'm believing that somebody today is going to take action on the word from the Lord and it's going to break the drought that you have been going through. It's going to shift you into a season of abundance and into the overflow and into the blessings of Almighty God. I believe it is time for us to recognize that we have been wallowing along in this past year into a season. It has kind of been unknown. So much we have not understood but I'm believing that God is about to turn the light on and expose some things to each of us to understand and open the door for us in 2021 and we're going to walk through by faith I'm telling you that I feel something in the atmosphere that is telling me that somebody has been in a drought for a very long time you've been in a dry season But God has sent me today to let you know that this preacher that's standing on this pulpit, on this platform, behind this pulpit in front of you today has caught the scent of water. And at the scent of water, there is hope for a tree. Though it may be old and the roots may be seem like they're dying in the ground and there's no leaves on the trees. Get ready. I feel in the spirit that there are some elders in this congregation that feel like your days are far spent and you've done your time and it's time for somebody else to step up. But today you're going to catch the scent of water and there's going to be life that's going to come back in those roots and you're going to begin to grow and begin to flourish and begin to produce fruit like you never have in the season that is ahead of you is going to be a greater season than the season of your past for God is going to cause the former rain and the latter rain to come down together and your fruit will be produced in this season. I believe it. This is somebody's day for a breakthrough. It can be your moment for a turnaround. In 2 Kings, the, the prophet said, this valley, make this valley full of ditches, he said. Now that's not what you want to hear when you're in a desert and you're in a drought. These folks are not only in a drought, but they're in a desert. In a desert and a drought. I mean, deserts are dry places anyway, but a desert and a drought. There's not much water there anyway. And the prophet of the Lord comes by and says, listen, here's what I want you to do. I want you to dig a bunch of ditches. I want you to get a bunch of ditches dug so that they can hold water. Are you kidding me? We're in a desert. It's hot. It's dry. We're in drought. And you want us to dig ditches in the middle of the desert? Uh, uh, folks, uh, you know this. We, we got to think. We got to think clearly here. No, listen. There are some things that God is going to do in your life in 2021 that is dependent on your preparation right now. Come on, somebody hear me today. 
The word of the Lord is going to come forth over the next little while during our season of prayer and fasting. Some of the preaching that's going to be done, some of the words that's going to come forth, some of the things that's going to be said, some of the things God is going to say to you, you're going to begin to wonder and say, wow, this doesn't even make sense. I'm in a desert in a dry place. And the prophet of the Lord says, begin to dig ditches in the middle of the desert. Begin to dig ditches in the middle of a drought. Begin to dig ditches at a time and a season when it doesn't even make sense but it is not about what is happening now. The ditches were dug because of what was about to happen in the future. There's going to be some hard, laborious work. The hands that were probably full of blisters may have even been bleeding. Their backs and shoulders perhaps were sore. Their bodies were tired and worn. And to top it all off, they were probably thirsty because, remember, they were in drought. It had been a long time since they had received any rain. Conditions were becoming unbearable. They were up against it, and it had been a long time since they had experienced any relief whatsoever. I am preaching to somebody today that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Things don't make sense. Your labor seems to be in vain. You have been in a low place. You have been in a dry place. You have been in a difficult place where it takes a great deal of effort just to survive. You have to force yourself to pray every day. You have to force yourself to fast. Your faith is low. You have have to force yourself to read the word of the Lord. You have to force yourself to get out of bed and come to the house of the Lord and be in his presence. It feels like that you are walking through a season that is so dry and so empty and your mind has been telling you to stop and the devil is telling you that it is not worth it. The fact that the enemy is telling you that it's over, that it's dead and it's never going to happen again. The enemy He's been telling you that those prophecies are never going are never going to come to pass. You may as well give up. You may as well quit. You may as well stop where you are. You're never going to be able to launch that ministry. Nothing is ever going to be able to change. Your children will never be saved. You're never going to get better. You're no, never going to be able to get out of debt. You're never going to be healed from that sickness. You're never going to get any better. But I come today to tell you the devil is a lie and a, the father of all lies. I'm here to tell you that the healer is in the house. Maybe you have been in a drought a very long time. Your spirit and your body may be grieving and weary because you've been thirsty and hot and in a, a season that you're questioning everything. Maybe the conditions are bad, but there is a word from God that is coming forth in this place today to tell you God is in this house. God has not forsaken you. God is with you and the word of the Lord is coming forth into your spirit Spirit today, when you look at your present situation, you may be tempted to agree with your adversary, but somebody needs to make up in your mind, I'm going to hold on to my promise. My roots may be weary and dry and even dead, but get ready. There is a scent of water, and at the scent of water, there's hope for the tree. 
Come on, somebody needs to declare. I'm holding on to that prophecy. I'm holding on to that message. I'm holding on to that word. I'm holding on to that dream that God gave me. I'm going to keep digging ditches. It may be hot. I may be tired. My hands may be bloody. I may be sweaty or glistening. It may be a dry season, but I'm going to keep preparing for the rain. I know it's difficult sometimes. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense often. But you've got to just keep digging ditches. You may be in the greatest drought of your life. But the only way to have success on the other side is just to keep digging ditches. Here's your word today. Just keep moving forward. Just keep on working. Just keep on praying. Just keep on praising like it's already happened. Even when you can't see it coming to pass by faith, I'm, I'm praising him by faith. This is just a hand clap because I know that I know that I know that somewhere, although I can't see it with my eyes, I can see God working. I can see God turning it around. It may seem like my kids are walking away, but through faith I'm believing that they're coming back home. It may seem like that life is going the wrong direction, but I'm going to keep on believing, keep on praying, and, and keep on coming to church uh, and keep on paying my tithing and keep on giving to the building fund uh, and keep on being faithful because I know in due season I will reap if I faint not. What do you do when you walk through the fire? You just keep on walking. What do you do when you walk through the Red Sea and the Egyptian army is closing in on you? You just keep on walking. What do you do when you find yourself walking through the valley of the shadow of death? You just keep on walking through it. You don't purchase a condominium, set up a residence, or put in a home there. What you do is you just get up and keep on going and know there is another side to all of this. I will come out the other side. You don't walk around the valley. You don't walk around the way. You go through the valley. Jesus said when you walk through the valley he will be there with you. David said yea, though I walk through the valley. Pastor, it's dark. It's weary. I'm frustrated. Keep going. There's another side to all of this. You're going to go through the valley. You're going to go through it. What you may not realize is that you're building a landing strip for the blessings of God to come in on. Let me explain it to you. The prophet of the Lord said, fill the valley with ditches. He didn't tell them, dig seven ditches. He said, dig the valley full. Then he leaves. Now it's up to them. They could have said, valley looks full to me. Let's go home. They could have dug two ditches, three ditches. They didn't have to fill the valley full of ditches. But when the water came, the water came and the size of the blessing of the miracle of the water 
was contingent upon the amount of digging they did before the water ever got there. I don't know if I'm going to participate in the fasting and prayer this season. You go ahead and do what you want. But the preacher's saying, I feel I I caught the sin of water. I'm noticing something. There is the sin of water. I'm calling the church, get on board. I'm calling the church, start digging ditches. Start praying. Start fasting. Get on board with what God is wanting to do. Because I caught the sin of water. And according to the labor and the work that you put forth is the size of the miracle. You can come to the awakening and say didn't do anything for me or you can come and have your ditches filled with water. It is up to you and it will be according to the way that you prepare for it. You decide how much water is going to fill the ditches. You're deciding how powerful his anointing is going to be in your life. You're deciding what kind of glory that you're going to walk in. You're digging channels for the reign of God to fill. You're deciding your level of anointing. You can't be carnal and anointed at the same time. You're deciding... I'm going to lay aside some things. I'm going to put some things aside. We're going to put social media aside, all media aside for a little while so that we can come together, get our thoughts off of all the things that the world is saying, get it away from politics, get it away from all the pandemic talk and all the negativity that is in the world. We're going to begin to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to get in the word of the Lord and see what God has to say for us. And I promise you, when we come out the other side of this, you're going to come out better than you've ever been. I've never seen anybody go through this season and sincerely fast through this season and come out the other side and say, well, I wish I'd have gone ahead and stayed connected. Not one. Because when we come out the other side, we'll come out stronger. We'll come out better. We'll come out more holy, more righteous, more godly, more anointed than we've ever been. So you're determining the level of his provision. I know the devil meant to kill you and to destroy you and to drive you out of the church and to discourage you, but the devil can't stop what God has ordained. The devil meant to convince you that it's over for you and you feel like people are throwing dirt in your face and the conditions seem bad. But I'm here to tell you today that that's nothing but a setup for God to turn some things around in your life. There's going to be provision. There's going to be favor. There's going to be anointing and healing and glory and health and power. It's all about to be poured out in some lives over the next little while. Get ready for it. It's just the fruit of your labor. I didn't say there's not going to be some folks that fall by the wayside. I didn't say we're not going to have some funerals over the next little while. That's not what I'm here to tell you. But I'm telling you that there's some folks that have made up their mind. I'm not going to keep living in the drought that I'm living in. And the pastor has said he's caught the sin of water. 
while I don't see it, while I don't smell it, while I don't sense it, I'm going to start digging some ditches because there's some water that's going to begin to come and fill it. There's going to be provision and favor and anointing and power that's going to be poured out on this congregation. It's just the fruit of your labor. God is about to do it. Be not weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love, but 2021 is somebody's new season and we're moving into a new season for the church and in your life. I think I just caught the sin of water and the drought is just about over. There's another time in Scripture when Elijah, they're in the middle of drought. And Elijah says, Servant, go up the mountain. And I want you to look for a cloud. See if you can find a cloud up there. Because I hear an abundance of rain. The servant must have thought he was crazy. They were in drought. He runs. The servant runs up the mountain. He goes to the top of the mountain. He looks north, south, east, and west. He runs back down the mountain, comes back to Elijah. And he says, prophet, I don't see anything. There's nothing there. Elijah said, go back up the mountain and look again. The servant runs back up the mountain, looks again. He comes back down, nothing. The, the prophet said, I hear an abundance of rain. Go back up the mountain again. Seven times he goes up the mountain. And on the seventh time, he sees a cloud about the size of a man's hand. He runs back down to the prophet. He said, prophet, I see the cloud about the size of a man's hand. You're saying you hear and the sound of an abundance of rain. The prophet said, go ahead and go notify everybody to prepare their chariots, prepare their horses, prepare everything because there's going to be some rain that is going to come when the servant could not hear. He still climbed up the mountain. I'm coming here today to tell some folks that looking at me this morning like, yeah, here we go again on another first Sunday message. But I'm coming today to tell you I caught the scent of water. Get ready to run up the mountain. Somebody's going to see a cloud the size of a man's hand and it's going to mean an abundance is coming into your life. The servant didn't see it, but the prophet picked it up in the spirit. Some of you have labored and toiled. You're tired and sore, but we're picking some things up in the atmosphere today. Somebody needs to just say it to yourself. I smell rain. I'm catching the scent of water. I'm catching the scent of water. I, 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 think, I think you know what it's like. You know what it's like in those hot summer days when it's muggy and miserable and all of a sudden the smell of that ozone from that fresh rain comes in and before the rain ever gets here, somebody says, smell that, the rain's coming. Smell that, the rain's coming. 
That's why when we walk into the house of the Lord and we begin to, begin to praise and begin to worship, I saw some people worshiping in freedom this morning in a way I haven't seen you in a little while. I don't want to embarrass anybody this morning. I saw some of our praise singers up here just kind of dancing a little bit and just kind of just kind of leaping a little bit because they're dancing like the chains are already broken. They're dancing like the answer's already. Oh, you mean everything's already coming to their lives? Oh, no, they're doing it like it's already. They just have a sin of water. They caught the sin of water, and they know my future's going to be better than my past. I'm picking up on it in the atmosphere. I'm picking up on it in faith. I'm believing God in faith that what is coming is better than what I've been going through. Your labor's not in vain. Your fasting's not in vain. Your praying is not in vain. I know that's what the enemy wants to say to you. I rebuke the enemy right now in the name of the Lord. Every doubter, I close the mouth of the devourer right now in the name of Jesus. This fast will be a success for those who go at it with everything that they have. In the name of Jesus, our prayer meetings will be powerful. They will be anointed in the name of the Lord. It is not a waste of time. Every negative voice, every negative mouth will be closed. In the name of Jesus, it will come to pass. Your Bible study teaching is not in vain. Every class you're going through is not in vain. It may not be in your time, but it's in God's time. Just hold on and be faithful. God's going to send it in his time. Your faithfulness is not in vain. Your Bible reading is not in vain. Woo! I feel anointed of the Lord right now. And I'm going to tell this church God is about to move on some folks' behalf here. The drought is about over in your life. The rain is coming. The water is coming. It is a brand new season for your life. I'm preaching to somebody who's been under the pressure of it. And you feel like your life is about broken today. But the drought is about over because there is the scent of water that is becoming evident in this congregation today. If I can get you to get enough faith to catch the scent of water this morning, it could happen in this room. Miracles could happen right now in this room. Cancer cells could be dried up right now in this room. Relationships could be put back together right now in this room. God is able. I've caught the sin of water. I've caught the sin of water. The rain from heaven's about to blow in. It's been stormy for a time and a season in your life, but God's about to show up. I told you the Lord spoke three specific things to me. And I don't know who they're for. And you grab a hold of whatever it is. But in that very same place where the enemy said it is over and you were finished and you're going to die here, God is about to send rain into your life and into your spirit. In that very same place, you're about to tap into a flow of the Holy Ghost like you have never experienced in your lifetime. And you will be used of God at levels that you have only watched others and dreamed that it would be you. Now is the season that it will be you. 
Your labor of love is not in vain. Water will fill those ditches that you have been laboring in and you will reap if you faint not. There is a brand new supply of the glory of God that is upon you if you will rise up with new boldness and new passion and new determination. You have the ability to march into the enemy's camp and take back everything that he has stolen from you, your finances, your health, your relationships, your family. This past season is just that. It is past. The rain is coming, saith the Lord. Lord, and you are going to go forth boldly in the name of the Lord and the church will do great exploits. Oh, somebody clap your hands to the Lord and you ought to praise him and you ought to grab a hold of the sin of water today. Job said there's hope of the tree though it be cut down even though it's been cut down. It doesn't even matter if people are cutting you down. Job said there's hope of the tree even though it's been cut down. If the root abideth, although it is old, and although the stump presumes dead, it looks dead, it looks like it's never going to happen, but because there is the scent of water, it causes that, that root to begin to catch that water and to draw it up from the ground. And that little sprout begins to grow. And even though it seems small and insignificant, and even though it seems like it's not much, it is the will and the plan of God and it will grow into a tree that will produce great fruit in the kingdom of God. Somebody is catching hold of what I'm saying this morning because your life is just like that tree. It's the scent of water that you need to find. You, you can't taste it. You can't see it. You can't touch it. But it's picked up with one of the senses. People don't understand it. You've been faithful to God and people have wondered they're over, they're done, they're dead. Nothing's going to ever come out of their life. But yet somehow today there is still a little root that is deep down there that's catching hold of the word of your pastor today that's telling you there's some life in that root. There's some life in that root. And I'm trying to seed this room today with enough faith that you can catch the scent of water. And that root's going to begin to draw water once again. And your life is going to begin to grow once again. Come on, I'm talking to somebody in this room today. You know who you are. I don't have to come tap you on the shoulder. You know who you are. But it's your ministry is not over. Your chances are not done.
done. It is not finished. It is not over. The mercies of God are fresh and new every morning. There are miracles that are happening right now because before I started this message, there were some folks that were here with no faith. But right now, you know that you feel it deep in your spirit. I wonder I wonder if pastor's talking about me. That's you. That's that root. That's that little bit of faith. That's that root that's not dead. Somebody's told you it's dead, but it's not dead. It's still there, and it's drawing. You're sensing the faith that I'm preaching right now, and it's catching hold, and you're beginning to draw some water, and when you catch hold of it, get ready. The tree's going to begin to grow. I'm preaching to some gray-haired folks in this room today. I'm preaching to some folks that's been around a while, and you've been through some pain and anguish, and you've been cut down a few times, but you're feeling it. You're hearing it today, and the sap's beginning to come up in that room and beginning to move up toward that core. Get ready. The branches are about to grow. The leaves are about to grow. You're about to flourish again. It's going to come to pass in Jesus' name. Somebody receive the word of the Lord right now. Come on, let's praise the Lord with a mighty shout right now. Come on, let's praise the Lord with all of our might right now. Come on, praise Him with all of your might right now. You've already heard enough to bring victory into your life. You need to shout to the Lord for a few moments. Come on, let's praise the Lord for a few moments. I smell water in this place. I smell restoration in this place. I smell deliverance in this place. I smell addictions being broken. I smell victory. I smell anointing. It's at the scent of water. There is a scent of your deliverance, of your help, of your hope. Your life's about to become full and overflowing. Your labor is about to bring forth and bear fruit. Come on, somebody ought to just praise him for a few moments. I don't have to preach any longer. God's already spoken. He's already done what he wants to do in this house right now. Somebody ought to begin to seek him right where you are. You ought to begin to reach out to him right where you are. Right now, all over this building, you ought to begin to draw that water out of the well of salvation. Your joy can come back. Your joy can be restored. It is with joy that you draw water out of the well of salvation. For the joy of the Lord is your strength strength. It's going to come to pass saith the Lord. Your drought is over. Your dry season is over. This is a new day. This is a new season for you. No wonder the devil's fought you so far, so hard. He knew if you ever tapped into the water, if you ever got through your dilemma, if you ever broke free from those things that were holding you back, he knew if you ever got a hold of water that he was going to be in trouble, that he was going to be done for, that his hold on your life was going to be broken. If the enemy only knew what you were going to be after the storm, he wouldn't have even bothered you. Come on, somebody needs to break forth in praise and worship and prayer in this house right now. The Bible is declaring to you, the Spirit of the Lord is declaring to you, there is water flowing this morning. There is the sin of water in this room today. God is causing an artesian flow to happen from the throne of glory, and he's going to fill your life. The devil thought he had you. He thought your you, he had you believe in your praise was shallow. He had you thinking your faithfulness could be broken. He had you dis-
discouraged to the point of your discouragement stopping you. But today you're feeling some encouragement coming. You're feeling that you're catching the scent of water. Hey, somebody needs to catch a hold of it today. I almost gave up. My foot was well nigh slipped. I almost let go. I almost threw in the towel. But then I got a word from the Lord. I caught the scent of water. There is a season of change coming in my life. Ah, it's going to get better in my world. Come on, somebody shout to the Lord right now. Shout to the Lord right now. Come on, weeping may endure but for a night. But joy, but joy, but joy cometh in the morning. Come on, it's on its way. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Come on, if you're moving into a new season in your life, start praying like you haven't been praying. Start worshiping like you haven't been worshiping. Worship like you're in the new season. Praise like you're in the new season. Come on, that's it. Somebody's on the edge of something that is supernatural. You may be down to nothing, but God is working. He's up to something great in your life. Come on, open your eyes of faith. Begin to see your life full of water. Start praising him like it's already happened. It's about to rain. Your ditches are about to be filled.
Come on, that's it, child of God. Pray until it comes to pass. Pray until you see it with faith. Refresh us, Lord. The spirit of discouragement must go today. The spirit of discouragement must go today. The spirit of infirmity must go today. We're going to walk by faith. We're going to walk by faith in this new season. We're going to be encouraged by the word of the Lord. have a word for this church right now with the direction of our pastor I want to give it whether you call it a vision a dream or my imagination I saw all across this congregation dead trees and it was winter within this room and there was snow on the ground no leaves on the trees And that dream, vision, whatever that you, you would say, begin to shift. And I saw the snow go away and the rain came down. And I saw leaves begin to grow from the trees. I began to ask God, Lord, what is this that you're showing me? And he said that there are certain people in this room today that have felt like you have lived in winter. But the Lord says, your season is changing and life is coming. I wonder if I have any honest people. God's about to move in this altar call in a mighty way. And there's going to be the gift of healing and the gift of restoration move in this room, in this altar call. But I wonder right now if there's anyone that can be honest enough that you can say, I feel like I've been living in winter. I wonder right now if we can make some room right here and if you would like to make your way forward, God is going to send life into you right now. God's going to send life into your heart, life into your mind, life into you. 
Is there anybody? Is there anybody? The gifts of healing are in this place right now. Those who need life and those who are ill in your body and you want to be anointed with oil, the gift of healing is here right now. I want you to make your way up right now to the front. God's going to heal some people in this service today. Come on, this is apostolic, somebody. Come on, this is apostolic, somebody. have wondered where I am. You have questioned if I've heard you. You have walked in the dark. But I say to you, the light has come. I am with you always. Let's lift our hands right now. Let's lift our hands right now. Someone praise the Lord. Someone praise the Lord. Someone praise the Lord. God has just spoken to us. God has just spoken to us. Hallelujah. All of our ministers, make your way up to the platform. All of our ministers, all of our ministers, please make your way up to the platform. I want everyone in this room to lift your hands up right now. I want you to lift your voice up. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak life to every person in this room. I speak life to their spirit. I speak life to their heart. I speak life to their mind. Let the gifts of healing flow. I command every sickness in the name of Jesus to leave their body. I command cancer cells to die. I command diabetes to die. I command blood pressure to lower right now. In the name of Jesus, someone say hallelujah. Minister, lay hands on them. Lay hands on them. Be a bystander, come pray for somebody. I speak life to you. I speak life to you. I speak life. I speak life. I 
come against every addiction. I come against suicide. I come against depression. I come against bondage. In Jesus' name, you can be released. You can be released. are growing you thought you were dead the devil said you were done but your spring is coming your spring is coming you're coming to life again you're coming to life again restoration come in this room it's sweeping across this building be restored today be restored in Jesus name bystander in the back find someone to pray with this morning some of you need life in your bones some of you need life in your roots again. You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to live in sin. You can be set free. You can be delivered. Let's say that.